Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome to Did You Know Gaming Extra. In today's episode, we'll be talking about games which reference internet culture and memes. With the world becoming more and more interconnected with access to the internet, word spreads like wildfire, more so now than ever. This is partly why memes are such a major part of internet culture. Meme. Review. With so many people spending much of their time on the internet, it's unsurprising that some memes find their way into video games. In the cooperative heist game Payday 2, the player has the option to customize their character's mask. Three of the unlockable masks found in the title make reference to different memes. Jumping 100 times during a heist unlocks the mask No Me Gusta, a reference to the Me Gusta meme from Rage Comics. Completing a heist without jumping at all, however, rewards the player with the mask Rage Face, which references the LOL guy from Rage Comics. And lastly, the mask Dog, such mask, much disguise, very robber, is unlocked if the player jumps every four seconds when pulling off a heist, of course referencing the Doge meme. However, at one point there was a fourth meme mask, Baitface. This was unlocked by starting a heist and jumping immediately. The mask referenced the Trollface meme, and was believed to have been changed due to the meme being copyrighted in 2010 by its original creator, Carlos Ramirez, who has a track record of threatening to sue companies that use his meme for profit. The design of the mask was changed, being upgraded to this alternate look called Funny Man. Payday 2 isn't the only instance of a game using the Trollface without the appropriate rights. The game Meme Run by Ninja Pig Studios used Trollface as its main character for their Endless Runner. This wasn't a problem when the game was free to download. However, when it appeared on the Nintendo Wii U eShop for $4.99, Carlos Ramirez got involved. The game was ultimately removed in March 2015, after Ramirez filed a DMCA notice to Nintendo for copyright infringement. The battle didn't end there, though, as the owner of Ninja Pig Studios, Jordan Schutz, claimed the game made no money. Nintendo have a strict non-disclosure agreement with every developer, so Carlos Ramirez wasn't able to see the figures to verify the claim. Ramirez even spoke to friends of Schutz, who had told him that Schutz was claiming the game would help pay for university. In fact, by looking at charts on the Wii U eShop, something didn't seem right. Meme Run topped the Christmas charts. With no updates for three years, the case could still be pending. Borderlands 2 is, unsurprisingly, chock full of references to various pieces of pop culture. Many are quite subtle, but it does have one clear reference to the meme Double Rainbow. Double Rainbow, oh my god. It's a double rainbow all the way. The reference goes the extra mile, devoting a whole area to it and even the achievement, what does it mean? I can't even capture it on my camera. In the Highlands map, the player must travel to the Hyperion enemy camp near the exit to the Highlands outwash. Then, west from there is a cliff edge that drops down to a small ledge. If the player proceeds down to the ledge, they will find a tent and be able to see a double rainbow. Claptrap or Handsome Jack will immediately trigger, 
imitating the original video by HungryBear9562 from 2010, who woke up amazed to find a double rainbow located outside his house. All the way! Oh, perfect double rainbow! Street Fighter Cross Mega Man references a meme that in turn references Street Fighter itself. On the pause screen, if you hold the jump button and press up, down, 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 an 8-bit version of Guile's theme will play indefinitely. Unless the game is closed or the code is entered again, the music will override all of the tracks in the game. The name of the music on the official soundtrack is Goes With Everything, referencing the Guile's theme goes with everything meme. This meme illustrates the fact that when Guile's theme song is put to unrelated footage online, it seemingly matches whatever video is playing. This was first done by Mass Effect 360 with The Real Street Fighter in 2007. And then in 2010, Guile Theme Fits All produced the first video with the title Guile Theme Goes With Everything, overlaying the music with the scene from the Super Mario Bros. movie. Another game that references memes is the ever-popular sandbox title Minecraft. One achievement in Minecraft is called The Lie, which is triggered when the player makes a cake. This is a nod to Portal's famous meme, The Cake is a Lie, which is a phrase in the game used to convey that the reward promised to the player in the game is fictitious, a lie used to motivate the player. Another achievement for entering the Nether in the PC version is called We Need to Go Deeper. This is a reference to the multi-layered, dream-based plot of Inception, which is a phrase that often made its way into memes. Even the phrase that appears before achievements in the game, Achievement Git, is a reference to a meme. This phrase is a reference to a somewhat older meme, where early builds of the English version of Super Mario Sunshine used literal Japanese that had been Romanized. Whenever Mario received a Shine sprite in these games, the text Shine Git would appear on screen. The original Guacamelee had numerous references to memes throughout the game, in the form of posters and billboards, much to the distaste of some players. Rather than removing references from Guacamelee 2, the devs decided to take things one step further. In the Inferno map, players are able to find a secret cave called the Heart of Dankness. As they enter, they are met with numerous warnings about the dankness of this cave. Not only does the cave feature all of the meme references from the previous title, there are also numerous NPCs who recite what are presumably quotes from disgruntled players. The characters utter phrases like, Putting memes in your work is by far the laziest way to make anything, and such a good game dumbed down by meme bullsh** from like six years ago, as well as featuring the commenters' usernames. After the player reaches the end of the cave, they are met by a skeletal goat who says, are you not full of outrage? It seems not. Perhaps you didn't see all nine of the memes." And goes on to say, You think the dankness is your ally? You merely adopted the dankness. I was born in it, molded by it. A quote which in itself is of course a reference to Bane from the Batman film The Dark Knight Rises. The player is then awarded the achievement You Survived, the icon for which is a troll face. 
Hello and welcome to Did You Know Gaming Extra. Our last video on memes in video games did better than we expected and we saw many people asking for more. Personally, I'm not that hot on memes, but I am merely a humble servant to trivia. So today we'll be diving down the rabbit hole of internet culture once again, looking at more memes that have been referenced in games. And with that said, it seems there's no better place to start than Nintendo games. Localizations of Nintendo titles, especially recently, have embraced internet culture and memes. They also haven't been afraid to reference memes that were spawned from their own franchises. This is especially true for Paper Mario Color Splash, where the writing and cheeky references were arguably the best part of the game. At one point in the title, Luigi drops off Mario and Huey in his go-kart. Mario then thanks Luigi and says, if anyone gives you any trouble, just give them that mean stare you showed us earlier. This is a nod to the Luigi Death Stare meme that started in May 2014 thanks to a YouTube video titled Waluigi vs Luigi by Razupacore. This Mario Kart 8 video compilation included Luigi hitting Waluigi with a green shell, then giving him a dirty look. The clip was then blown up by YouTuber CZBoy, who reposted the clip to the song Raiden by Chameleon Air. The video has since gathered over 7 million views. Nintendo have also referenced memes in the Pokemon series with Pokemon Sun and Moon. If the player takes a picture using the Poker Finder at the beach, there's a chance that the comment 7.8 out of 10 too much water will appear on screen. This is a reference to a rather infamous review of Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire by IGN. The review rated the game as 7.8 out of 10 and marked the game down for featuring too much water, with the implication being that a score or conclusion of a review wasn't justified. Interestingly, this wasn't the original dialogue in the Japanese game. According to translator Mycantopia, in this version, the comment is an emoji followed by text that implies the location is a swimmer's wonderland. This isn't the only 3DS Pokemon game to reference a popular meme. In Pokemon X and Y, after beating Psychic Robert on Route 10, Robert says, You and your Pokemon power levels are incredible. They're over 9,000 for sure. This is a reference to the ever-popular over 9,000 Dragon Ball meme, which stems from Vegeta stating that Goku's power level It's over 9,000! What 9,000?! As you might have guessed, the text is different in the original Japanese game. In this version, the psychic states, The energy you and your Pokémon share is magnificent. Speaking of Dragon Ball memes, Akira Toriyama's franchise is a pretty meme-worthy series and has spawned a number of its own. That doesn't mean the team behind Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3 were afraid to reference other memes though. Gotenks, the fusion of both Trunks and Goten, has a chance of spouting the phrase peanut butter jelly time when switching out or winning a match. Peanut butter jelly time! This line is a reference to the track featured on the first and only full-length record by the Buckwheat Boys. The track of the same name hit popularity online, often being played alongside an animated sprite of a banana. We already mentioned how Nintendo aren't afraid to reference memes from their own games, but Sega don't shy away from it either. In November 2017, Sega released free DLC in the form of a t-shirt in Sonic Forces. The shirt could be worn by the player's custom character and featured the Sanic meme. Sanic is a hastily sketched Sonic made in MS Paint. The meme was birthed in March 2010 when YouTuber OnyxHeart uploaded the video How to Draw Sanic Hedgehog. 
The meme was blown up by several others, including VineSource's Vinny. The VineSource channel showcased a mod which replaced Link's model in Ocarina of Time with Sonic's, titled The Legend of Sonic, Ocarina of Fast. Japanese publishing giant and developer Square Enix also don't shy away from referencing memes. Bravely Second, the sequel to Bravely Default, contains a few references to pop culture. The game has an enemy that can be fought while sailing called Enemy Crab. This crab uses both the moves Massive Damage and No Weak Point, referencing the giant enemy crab meme. The meme originates from Sony's press conference at E3 2006, where producer Bill Rich was showing off the then-upcoming game Genji Days of the Blade. At one point in the presentation, Bill gestured to the giant enemy crab on screen and said to attack its weak point for massive damage. <clears throat> It was previously stated that the game would focus on real battles from the history of Japan. The um, stages of the game will also be based on famous battles which took, actually took place in ancient Japan. So here's this giant enemy crab. This ridiculous contradiction, alongside the general disappointment from Sony's presentation, turned the moment into a meme. While we're talking about Square Enix, we also want to mention a small piece from their 2018 title, Octopath Traveler. The game has many moves and attacks, but some stand out more than others. Fans of the title noticed that one attack in the game is called These Nuts, a sly reference to the These Nuts meme. These Nuts? As an interesting aside, the origin of Dee's Nuts actually goes back to 1992 and comes from a skit track featured on Dr. Dre's 1992 album, The Chronic. Why, what's that? Hey, did, did, did what's your name them get at you yesterday? Dee's Nuts! And only recently saw a resurgence. Western developers such as Bioware are also fans of putting memes into their games. In Mass Effect 3's Citadel DLC, a party takes place to celebrate shore leave. If the player makes a specific set of choices, they can find Grunt completely wasted in the shower towards the end of the party. If the player tries speaking with Grunt, the Krogan will utter various nonsensical lines. One of the things he may say is... This is a reference to the image macro meme that started in the late 2000s, where the phrase, are you a wizard, would be pasted over an image of someone with misaligned eyes. Another Western developer that doesn't shy away from memes is Raven Software, who developed 2009's movie tie-in game, X-Men Origins Wolverine. In Chapter 3 of the game, it's possible to find a teleporter that will guide the player to a room with a cake in it. On the wall is the word SURPRISE written multiple times. Finding this room will unlock the achievement THE CAKE. Not only is this a reference to the game Portal, but also the famous THE CAKE IS A LIE idiom that was wildly popular in the late 2000s. Sticking with the trend of Western-made memes, LEGO The Lord of the Rings by Traveller's Tales has a few references of its own. One of these can be found if the player has beaten the game. If they fast travel to a place just outside Mordor and then walk into the region, they'll trigger an achievement. This achievement is titled One Does Not Simply, and displays a LEGO version of Sean Bean as Boromir. The method of unlocking the achievement, as well as the title and image, are a reference to the One Does Not Simply Walk Into Mordor meme. The meme started out as a direct quote from Lord of the Rings The Fellowship of the Ring, but was repurposed in many ways, often replacing the word walk with another verb. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Howdy you do, fellow kids. Welcome to Did You Know Gaming Extra. You know the drill, it's part three of the Memes in Video Games trilogy, featuring mostly out-of-date memes that were, often controversially, included in video games. So buckle up and let's just jump into it. The Streisand Effect is a cultural phenomenon we've seen time and time again, whereby the attempt to remove or censor information inadvertently brings it to everyone's attention, who then proceed to spread it further and faster than ever before. This, in itself, has become somewhat of a meme, or at the very least, the catalyst for them. One such example comes from the current president of the People's Republic of China, Xi Jinping. Though images comparing the president to Winnie the Pooh have been around since 2013, it wasn't until China blacklisted the chubby little cubby in 2017 that the meme really exploded and naturally ended up in a video game. Devotion, a first-person horror game released on Steam in February of 2019, received mostly positive reviews in the short time the game was available. However, Taiwanese developer Red Candle Games decided to include a couple of small easter eggs. These included a talisman adorning a wall that featured the words Xi Jinping Winnie the Pooh in Chinese seal script. Not just this, but the wall hanging included other words that are phonetically similar to Your Mother is A and Moron in Mandarin. This triggered a huge backlash from Chinese players. The reviews on Steam quickly went from overwhelmingly positive to mostly negative. Though Red Candle Games were swift to apologize, patching the offending articles out of the game, claiming that the designs were simply placeholders, a vast number of Chinese players were downloading and playing a pirated copy of the game that could not be patched, and thus the company's crisis continued. Just four days after the game's launch, it was removed from Steam with the company stating, the whole team of Red Candle Games bears the responsibility of this awfully unprofessional mistake. It is not our vision to secretly project extensive ideology, nor is it to attack any person in the real world. Now we go from one meme that they tried to ban to one that just won't die. Even before the release of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, fans started translating the mysterious in-game symbols found on Sheikah technology. These symbols can easily be translated into English, with one of them being a reference to a video game meme Hall of Famer, unrelated to the Zelda franchise. When updating the Sheikah slate, symbols will appear above, which when translated will read, Now loading. Do not turn off your... All your base are... For those of you that have never been on the internet before, the latter is a reference to the classic translation error from the 1989 Sega Genesis game Zero Wing. All your base are belong to us. Other transcriptions include various clues to puzzles, as well as callbacks to past Zelda games like It's Dangerous to Go Alone, appearing in the Column of Light when marking locations with the Sheikah Slate. This is a phrase that has since become a meme in itself, first uttered by the old man in the original 1986 The Legend of Zelda. 
For more memes hidden in plain sight, look no further than Human Head Studios' 2006 sci-fi shooter, Prey. The game's prologue takes place inside a fully interactive bar, including casino machines, a TV, a jukebox, and even functioning toilet facilities. If the player looks closely at the side of one of these toilet stalls, graffiti can be found of the phrase, My spoon is too big, alongside a crudely drawn man holding a comparatively large spoon. This is a reference to a scene from Rejected, a short film created by Don Hertzfeldt, an Oscar-nominated collection of short animated skits which went on to become an internet sensation and a hotbed for spicy memes. My spoon is too big. Despite being more than a decade old, the infamous Control-Alt-Delete comic strip, Loss, and the memes it spawned still pop up fairly consistently. Discovered by Reddit user Explosive Llama, it appears that designers of Fallout 76 decided to include what could be a reference to the comic strip made out of empty bottles found on a table near Route 98. This, however, has not been confirmed, so it does beg the question, is this Loss? Another more recent title featuring a meme is IO Interactive's episodic 2016 reboot of Hitman. Interestingly, this one went undiscovered for years. Despite players having a full month to play the second mission of the game, Sapienza, over and over again, before the release of the follow-up, Marrakesh, due to the publisher's decision to eke out their game in chapters, it wasn't until 2018 that someone noticed a not-so-subtle painting of Potato Jesus. For the uninitiated, Potato Jesus refers to a story from 2012 when an elderly amateur painter attempted to restore Ecce Homo, a depiction of Jesus and his crown of thorns by Elias Garcia Martinez from 1930. Needless to say, the restoration produced some comical results, exactly the kind the internet is more than willing to pick up and run with. In 2007, a trend started of 4chan users prank calling GameStop stores and trying to pre order or buy a copy of Battletoads on the NES. By 2008, this had evolved into BattletoadsPreorder.co, which encouraged people to swamp the Scientology Center with endless calls asking to pre-order the game. However, this wasn't the only side of the internet to get in on this sweet meme action. The 2012 World of Warcraft expansion, Mists of Pandaria, contains a quest called Bottle Toads. The quest, found in the Valley of the Four Winds, has Yan explaining that a swarm of frogs have moved into the pools and are spawning like crazy. If the name of the quest didn't make it obvious enough, they go on to say, Coincidentally, I make a jam out of gelatinous toad spawn. I call it Bottle Toads, and it's a big hit with the kids around here. Can't keep any in stock. You know, I wonder if it's also a reference to the pools closed meme. Possibly. You tell me. Back in 2009, a video called I am glad, because I'm finally returning back home, made short work of penetrating deep into the heart of the internet and cementing its place as a true meme icon. The late Edward Kill's performance, more commonly known as Trollolo, began being used as a classic bait-and-switch, akin to rickrolling, or before that, duck-rolling. And of course, for better or worse, it was only a matter of time before it started turning up in games. The song appears quite blatantly in the background of Ratchet & Clank Full Frontal Assault, as the main antagonist goads the player.
A more subtle but still painfully unsubtle reference is found in a game brimming with easter eggs and references, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. During the side quest, The Volunteer, Geralt overhears what the quest journal describes as something between off-key singing and the bellowing of a stuck pig. Upon investigation, he discovers a rock troll tasked with guarding some boats. This troll refers to himself as Trollolo and even offers to sing for the player. Another cheeky meme reference in The Witcher 3 actually stems from another open-world RPG, Skyrim. In the card game featured in The Witcher 3, Gwent, the Nilfgaardian card set features a Black Infantry Archer card. The soldier on the card is quoted as saying, I aim for the knee. Always. This is a direct reference to the hugely popular 2011 meme, I took an arrow to the knee. I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Now we can't have a dedicated meme video without mentioning this boy who has been much meme, very dog. Yes, he has. The Doge meme exploded around 2012, but the first mention of Doge came from a puppet episode of Homestar Runner in 2005, BizCastFry1, in which he calls Strongbad and his computer's blue screen his Doge. That's why you're my D-O-G-E. Your Doge? What are you talking about? In 2010, the classic image of the Shiba Inu dog, Kabasu, became a meme after it was taken from the personal blog of Japanese kindergarten teacher Atsuko Sako and re-uploaded to Reddit. In 2012, images of Shibas with internal monologues in broken English written all around them became popular on the Tumblr page Shiba Confessions. Thus, the Doge meme as we know it was born. Just Cause 3 has embraced this ever-popular meme by including it as an unlockable, optional game mode. If the player heads to Soliana in the Mesos province, a dump can be found. Within the scrap heap is a sad dog whining and wandering around. Once close enough, the dog will start to follow the player. They must then walk the dog safely across the road to a doghouse on the other side, which, upon completion, will display a message reading, You've discovered the elusive Salarosan Scramp, Doge Mode Unlocked. Once the mode is activated in these settings, phrases like Very Shot, Many Chaos, Much Kaboom, and many more will appear around people when harmed. The official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter has become renowned for having fun with the Sonic IP and its fans, wholeheartedly embracing Sonic memes like Sanic. Back in 2015, in celebration of Twins Day, the account tweeted the announcement of a new title called Knuckles and Knuckles and Knuckles, which is of course a reference to the and Knuckles meme, which doesn't really need explaining. However, the story doesn't end there. The official Deus Ex account responded with their own pre-existing Deus Ex meme of Adam Jensen smiling with the phrase, I always asked for this. A few days later, they reached out again to the Sonic Twitter account to ask if they could slide into their DMs. It's possible that this led to the discussion about including the Knuckles and Knuckles and Knuckles box art in Deus Ex Mankind Divided, as the Sonic spin-off's release date was set as 2029, the very same year in which Mankind Divided is set. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines a meme as an idea, behavior, style, or usage that spreads from person to person within a culture. 
As such, with video games being a prime source of culture for everyone besides boomers, it's unsurprising that references to memes within the games we play are plentiful, ranging from the absurd to the benign, and to the downright ancient culture of the internet's earlier, perhaps less expansive origins. We're seeing memes crop up within Spongebob games, and even Pokemon titles. Hell, even in games you may least expect. But we'll start with one of the more popular titles we're covering today. One character who may actually have become a general meme in and of himself is that lovable yellow, absorbent and porous Spongebob Squarepants. In the Spongebob Battle for Bikini Bottom remake, Rehydrated, the developers went above and beyond when it came to throwing in nods to the original show, adding in tons of extra character idle animations to reference particular episodes. These can most notably be seen in two animations which point towards moments from the show which have since become popular memes, and is no doubt why the remake's developers, Purple Lamp Studios, put in these animations. One of Spongebob's idle animations references the Mocking Spongebob meme, which sees Spongebob leaning over and making a bizarre bird-like face, originating from the episode Little Yellow Book. The other can be seen with one of Patrick's idle animations, which references the Surprised Patrick meme, portraying Patrick with a mouth as large as his personality, originally appearing in the 2004 SpongeBob SquarePants movie. These weren't the only additions to point towards internet meme culture, as the player is also able to come across a new drawing added to a cave area. Here, the player can find an exact replica of the Primitive Sponge meme, which became popular in 2016 between the release of the original game and its remake. It was often used to portray a sudden and intense instinctual response of shock or disgust to something unexpected. But some memes are much older than these, older than Spongebob as a show itself, in fact. Another thing that is even older than internet memes is the band Kiss. We're pretty sure they may actually be older than time itself. The band actually had their own video game called Kiss Psycho Circus The Nightmare Child. The game, which is a relatively uneventful and pretty uninspired first-person shooter, doesn't have a meme within its gameplay, thank god, but this time it can be found in the game's files. Within the menu subfolder of the game is a file called psycho.res. By extracting the image data from this file, it's possible to see alternative title screens which would have been used as placeholders during development, likely just as a means for the developers to amuse themselves. These can range from simple differences, like changing the publishing company's name from Gathering of Developers to Gathering of Dumbasses, or a photograph of band member Ace shouting the game's title. But for a reference to meme culture, it's also possible to find a photo of two little people playing basketball, an extremely early meme which circulated around message boards and so-called funny image websites around the year 2000, you remember those, when the game released. They have, of course, been edited to be talking about Kiss, as you would expect. If somebody were to ask you how many times Dragon Ball memes have been referenced since the show's inception, you would probably expect a pretty obvious answer considering the statistic is itself a meme. It's over 9,000! What 9,000?! This meme managed to crawl its way into many video games, including Street Fighter Cross Tekken, the fighting game crossover that people seem to still be waiting for a reverse of. In the scene where the meme appears, Brian asks Jack X how tough their opponents are, which he analyzes and calculates as being over 1,000. 
Now you'd be right to ask whether this reference was included in the original Japanese version of this scene, and that is why video game translator Clyde Mandolin took a look into it. It turns out that the scene plays out much the same way as the English localization, save for one difference, the actual value of the fighter's combined power level. English localizers must have read the original Japanese number, which places the power level at 8782.55, and thought that it would just be pretty negligible and easy to add a few hundred points to their power levels and change them to make a quick reference to the now iconic Dragon Ball Z line. Another popular meme featured in games is the, in hindsight, incredibly annoying This Is Sparta meme from the 2006 film adaptation of 300, but thankfully the game we're talking about is at least a good one. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Trials and Tribulations. In the game's third case, when talking to Lisa Basil, a special skit may play. Lisa says, sorry, that data is super admin restricted desktop access password protected. Maya then says, super admin restricted desktop access password protected? What? This is madness. With Phoenix adding, no Maya, that is Sparta. This conversation is a reference to the infamous This Is Sparta line from the movie 300, which only came out a few months before the game's North American release, but in that time managed to become an incredibly popular meme. This is Sparta! Zero Wing. We probably don't need to say much more than that at this stage, but for those who somehow are unaware, Zero Wing was a rather infamous part of gaming history as a result of the extremely broken English that wound up being used in the game's international releases. During the game's opening, the line, All your base are belong to us, is spoken by the nefarious cats. Since then, this line has perhaps become one of, if not the most widely referenced meme in internet history. As a shock to nobody, some games have included references to the line in their dialogue as well, such as Fantasy Star Universe, in which Sheena, the receptionist of the Guardians branch in Peru, will proclaim, Welcome to Gerhal, all your future are belong to us. Another title that gives a nod to Zero Wing, though not this line, is Xenoblade Chronicles. This time, one of the Alchemoth citizens will tell you to go forth and vanquish five crews pagels for great justice, with Zero Wing having also introduced for great justice to our world. And of course, Zero Wing isn't the only poorly translated video game that led to a meme. The phrase, a winner is you, was a particularly poorly written English line which originally made its debut in the NES game Pro Wrestling, before going on to transcend beyond a badly written line to become a popular meme. Famed video game localization expert Nob Ogasawara has a tendency to sneak memes into the games that he translates, and normally does so with a good sense to not sway too far from the original context. The phrase makes an appearance in Dragon Warrior 3 for the Game Boy Color, a title which he worked on. Here, an NPC will proclaim, One day, I will be a winner is me. Ogasawara is probably best known for having localized many of the earlier Pokemon titles, so it's no surprise that he would have managed to introduce a few of his favorite memes into the games. He managed to do this with Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver for the Nintendo DS, and not just once, but twice. Earl Dervish of the Pokemon Academy speaks primarily in broken English, and at one point will ask, Want to be a winner is you? This line isn't just found in the DS remake, but also the original. You might think that would be the end of the winner is you memes in Pokemon, but you would be absolutely wrong. Diamond and Pearl even included it, with the meme being found in Veilstone City. 
Here, the player finds a clown who provides them with a coin case, who proclaims, A winner is you! The game did make reference to another meme as well, this time to something which is truly awful. At one point in the game, an unassuming trainer will approach the player and begin to recite a speech, saying, Let us create a scene. A fantastic tableau of battle. That battle will surely become a stupendous masterpiece painting. I shall title it, My Pokemon is Fight. The man's title for his painting is actually a reference to a book, My Tank is Fight, written by a member of Something Awful, a website filled with some of the most lowbrow and below-the-belt humour which we all love, thus cementing My Tank is Fight into meme history. The reason this line was added to the game is actually the result of Okusawara having regularly visited the Something Awful forums. We mentioned earlier how Pokemon references a meme from another game, but Pokemon itself also spawned its own popular memes, which even we are unable to lobotomize out of our memory. Hi, I like shorts. They're comfy and easy to wear. This isn't exactly a line you'd expect from a youngster before they sick their level 11 ratata on you, but Pokemon's highly sophisticated use of the English language knows no bounds. This line became a massively popular quote with many players, and would even see itself being referenced in several more Pokemon games, as well as a game in another franchise. This time in our Memes in Video Games quadrilogy, we decided to do some hard-hitting reporting. We wanted to find out exactly how memes find their way into games, and the mentality of the developers who throw them in. So we reached out to a former XSeed localizer named Tom, who's had their hand in dozens of game localizations. We asked Tom about the how and why of including memes in the games he worked on, and he told us, in general, memes, quotes, and references were used less frequently by me as my eight-and-a-half-year tenure at XSeed went on. I think for a lot of localizers, these sorts of things are kind of a beginner's trap. When you first start translating games, it's this whole new, exciting world, and you want to stretch your legs a bit by sneaking in certain things for the lols, as it were. But as you continue work in localization, I think you start to realize that that's kind of bad form, and mostly stop doing it. Tom had a rule where he'd only sneak in memes and references if the moment called for it, and would never use them in a serious scene. The first meme Tom recalls adding to a game was in his very first XC title, East 7, where a maid in the castle blurts out, Die, Dust, you don't belong in this world. This is, of course, a nod to a meme spawned from Symphony of the Night. Die, monster! You don't belong in this world! But the Japanese game simply used onomatopoeia captions of the maid using a feather duster. Tom told us, I got a lot of flack from fans for that, and honestly, it's not something I would ever do nowadays. I kind of cringe a little when I look at that now. On the flip side, though, there is one place where memes really thrived, and where I never felt the slightest guilt including them in a localization, and that's added content. Added content, such as achievements, exist outside the game, and so developers and publishers were less strict about what went into these short blurbs, meaning they are ripe for memeing. But it's not just the localizers that squeeze in memes. Tom had another story to share. The time we were working on Rune Factory 4 is around when I started leaning away from memes and such, but to all of our surprise, the Japanese developers actually included some memes in the original script, quite a lot of them in fact, all referencing the classic arrow-in-the-knee meme. 
We had started to get some criticism from fans for overusing memes and references in our localizations by the time we were working on Rune Factory 4, so we were making a conscious effort to tone down on things like that. And that's when we suddenly hit the treasure trove of Japanese arrow-in-the-knee references and kind of facepalmed a little. I forget if it was on our Twitter, our forums, or where exactly it was, but I do know that we made sure to assure fans that if they encountered any instances of that particular meme in the game, it wasn't our fault. This can be seen with one of the NPC travelers who references the infamous meme, saying, Dungeon crawling, I'd love to go along, but a few years ago, I took an arrow in the knee, so... Rune Factory 4 has more references to this exact same arrow to the knee meme, but several of them are never seen by the player. Every character who can accompany the player has a description to go along with them, which is viewable in the game's menu. Though, there's also some characters that cannot join you, and thus their descriptions go unused. These include a number of soldiers, whose collective unused descriptions read, Town Soldier tries not to take an arrow to the knee. Town Soldier keeps a close eye on those around him, worries about taking an arrow to the knee. Town Soldier likes charging at enemies, took an arrow to the knee once, but made a full recovery. Town Soldier, dependable healer, no need to worry about his knees. Town Soldier, goofy, but in a pursuit squad, often mistakes the knee for the elbow. Town Soldier, powerful and good at using a shield, thinks about pizza more than he does tired old knee-related concerns. Town Soldier with a penchant for stealth, doesn't care for pizza and welcomes arrows in his knees, as they prove he can still feel. It seems as though the team at Neverland really loved Skyrim, enough that they'd even sneak references into unused data. Our next meme comes from the Final Fantasy franchise, which has carved its way into the minds of gamers for decades, and into the world of memes along with it. Back in the day, some games would have bizarre translations, particularly during the SNES era, and many could be brushed off as just simply being bad or awkward. Final Fantasy IV's You Spoony Bard is one such line, with many considering the phrase to have just been the result of someone on the translation team making a simple mistake. But this is not the case, with the insult having been created solely for the game's translation. Clyde Mandolin from Legends of Localization has spent many hours looking through the early Final Fantasy scripts, and the gist of his understanding is that the dialogue box for battles in the game were very limited, so alterations had to be made to fit the text. The original Japanese essentially just said, How dare you? It's not what you think. Shut up. Please listen to me. It isn't what you think. But this scene's dialogue couldn't be compressed enough when translated without losing a lot of context so localizers decided to scrap the dialogue altogether and make their own. A new line was made, likely by a native Japanese speaker with limited English ability, who added the word spoony, not knowing it was an antiquated word that was no longer in the popular consciousness. Regardless of why this sentence appears, it went on to become a staple of internet memes, and as a result would appear in even more titles over the years. This includes a multitude of Final Fantasy sequels, like Final Fantasy X or Tactics, but also other games outside of Square Enix's catalogue, such as Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Trials and Tribulations, or Trinity Universe. A slightly more modern Square Enix title with a strong link to Final Fantasy is Kingdom Hearts. One of the most recognized traits of the series is that, to most people, the titles of each game are, you know, just, just kind of a bit all over the place. 
With most games having sequels numbered in order, Kingdom Hearts loves to just throw a multiple of numbers, uh, both with typical and Roman numerals, such as Kingdom Hearts 0.2 or Kingdom Hearts 2.8. The team clearly wanted to play on this oddity of the series, with Kingdom Hearts 3 starting out with a title screen which reads Kingdom Hearts 2.9, just to poke more fun at themselves as well as their audience. Save for just referencing themselves, however, the team also included a reference to a meme which sprung from something fairly distant from the Kingdom Hearts series, South Park. During the game's explanation of the purpose of Treasure Spheres, a subtle reference to the three-step process out of South Park makes an appearance. Step 1. Shoot the sphere to activate it. Step 2. Connect the circuits. Step 3. Profit. This comes from Season 2, Episode 17 of South Park, in which the underpants gnomes explain their genius plot to collect underpants, question mark, profit. Microsoft's recent release of Halo Infinite seemed to go through a few states in the lead-up to its release, with one of the first previews of the game garnering, well, less than an ideal response from fans. The negativity of this response came in several forms, but it mostly came as criticism of the early state of the game's visuals, which garnered the game its own meme well before its release. This was actually a good thing in some ways, as Microsoft managed to make reference to Craig, the Halo Infinite Brute. The brute enemy in question appeared in a video demo for Infinite, and was dubbed Craig by the internet community, with the name ultimately sticking and memes beginning to spread online like wildfire. Lucky for Microsoft, they were able to take the janky-ass face Craig out of the game, but not entirely. Instead, taking the joke on the chin, the game's developers gave Craig his own easter egg. Located on the tower, the player must grapple their way up to the top of the structure, only doable with an upgraded grapple. Up on the top, a poster advertising the Craig Zeta Halo Tour 2560 can be found, with the Brute appearing to be playing across many of the locations from Infinite. It's even possible to find his greatest hits album, with iconic tracks like I Smile Inside, Popped in the Chin by My Friend, and The Day You Become a Meme. He might not be smiling, but Craig suddenly left us all smiling in our hearts. Splatoon 2 is a pretty jamming game, and Nintendo are always ones to make references to popular online memes with their games, with some of those memes originating on their own platforms. On the release of the original Splatoon for the Wii U, the Miiverse, a now-closed form of on-console social media for the Nintendo system, had a barrage of posts from fans going wild for Splatoon. One post made waves online for either its sheer innocence or stupidity, with user Domohead posting, I wish squids were real. The post went viral and became a meme of its own, making reference to this post in Splatoon 2, Marina will state, I wish humans were real. Not all too subtle, but hey, it's pretty fun regardless. Skipping over to another Nintendo title, by the time of the 3DS Pokemon titles, the company had spawned some fresh memes that had become part of the wider gaming zeitgeist, mostly thanks to Reggie. In X and Y, the last trainer that the player encounters before they enter the courtyard outside of the Elite Four's compound references Reggie's famous 2007 quote before demonstrating we fit. My body is ready. This reference comes late into the game, but in Sun and Moon, a reference to the catchphrase comes in very early on, when Professor Kukui orders his Rockruff to use its moves on him. 
Hi there, and welcome to Did You Know Gaming Extra. Some people love them, some people hate them, but memes are part of our culture and often find their way into the media we consume. The video game giant Nintendo is one organization that includes memes and pop culture references in their games. Not only do they reference memes during the localization process, but also seemingly at their headquarters in Japan. In one instance, Nintendo may have shown their appreciation for memes directly inside one of their consoles. In the Nintendo Switch's photo album setup page, an illustration strongly resembles the character Go from a Japanese pornographic film called A Midsummer Night's Lewd Dream. Shakespeare must be rolling over in his grave. The film's character became part of a popular meme in Japan due to the production's over-the-top acting, including this meme was harmless and wasn't even noticed by most gamers. However, one of Nintendo's references to a meme left some fans rather upset. A number of Zelda fans were displeased after seeing translation differences between the release of Triforce Heroes in the US and in Europe. A diary in the game was a major factor in this anger, with the European translation reading, and that may be precisely why the ancient ruins I encountered had been left undisturbed for me to explore. Whereas in the American translation it reads, still, coming here at least afforded me the rare chance to explore these ancient ruins. So ancient, such ruin. For those who are unaware of the meme being referenced, the end of the US translation makes reference to the popular Doge meme. Fans felt that the American translation's inclusion of the meme was gratuitous and in bad taste, as the meme was never part of the original text and arguably added nothing to the game. During the release window for Mario Party The Top 100, Nintendo seemingly referenced the internet meme Luigi Wins by doing absolutely nothing, an event where a human-controlled Luigi faces off against three CPU players set on easy. Though not guaranteed to always work, there have been several instances of Luigi winning the game without even moving as the computer players fight with each other. The meme has extended to other games where Luigi is playable, such as Mario Kart and Smash Brothers. In a video posted on Nintendo Europe's Twitter showcasing the Bumper Balls minigame, Luigi was the last one standing by the end without even moving, with the Twitter post saying, yes, it still works. Another nod to Nintendo's past can be found in Mario Party Star Rush. One of the title's minigames is called Dodge Fuzzy Get Dizzy. This is a reference to the title of level 1-7 of Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Touch Fuzzy, Get Dizzy. Moving on to something a little more light-hearted, let's talk about the wealth of easter eggs, thinly veiled references, and hidden messages in DS games. The interactive mystery novel Last Window, Secret of Cape West includes one such in-joke. If the player chooses to inspect the protagonist Kyle Hyde's wardrobe, he'll declare, I like suits, they're comfy and easy to wear. This might seem like an arbitrary line of dialogue, unless you've played the first generation of Pokemon games where a trainer declares, I like shorts, they're comfy and easy to wear, seconds before challenging the player to a battle. This bizarre line was catapulted to internet stardom and a place in the meme hall of fame, and has even been referenced in later Pokemon titles. Just like in Gen 1, Nintendo of America staffer Hiro Nakamura was responsible for localizing all Gen 2's big words, the ones in all caps like the names of characters, cities, items, attacks, and of course, Pokemon. Hero came up with the English names and then sent them to Game Freak and Nintendo's legal department for approval. But in some cases, the names he chose got rejected and had to be changed. Nob Ogasawara was responsible for all Gen 2's small words, comprising about 99% of the game's text. When we asked Nob how he translated Gen 2 differently compared to Gen 1, he told us he made a conscious decision to make the text of Gold and Silver 
more like Baby's First RPG, where Johto felt like a kid-friendly world full of excitement, scariness, and adventure. So he made the overall tone a bit more magical, and also removed some stuff that wasn't particularly well-suited for American kids. For instance, there's a man on Route 2 who gives you a nugget, but in Japanese, nuggets are called golden balls. This appears to be a deliberate dirty joke on Game Freak's part. In Japanese slang, golden balls means testicles, so the man is essentially saying, here's an old man's testicles, I hope you put them to good use. This PG-13 joke was repeated in future generations, and even appeared in the Sun and Moon anime. But in English, the joke was nipped in the bud right from the start, with Nob replacing Gen 2's text with a joke about nuggets of wisdom. So even though the old man's balls are a long-running meme in Japan, the joke simply never existed in English. But before we get to those, perhaps we should start with a franchise that has slightly less acclaim, though historically not by much, Sonic the Hedgehog. Now look, Sonic has a reputation for being a, a bit wank, but that doesn't mean everything released donning the Sonic moniker is a total waste of time. Sonic Colors released for the Nintendo Wii a fair while back and was actually quite a competent entry into the Sonic series. So much so that it even received a remaster to celebrate Sonic's 30th birthday. It seems the team which remastered the game, Blind Squirrel Games, were towing the line with what they could get away with. Two unused renders appear within the game's data that weren't ever created by Sega, but rather fans online who posted their creations to DeviantArt. A render of Super Sonic, created by Niprock Rock, was possibly intended to be used for the Super Sonic menu in the Options satellite, while a render of Classic Tales, created by Mike9711, was also possibly used at some stage as a placeholder for Tales' save. Another file which appears in the data is a poorly drawn image of Sonic. Similar, but not exactly the same, as that of the Sanic meme that made waves several years ago. Possibly a placeholder for a menu icon of Sonic running which, also like these other textures, never ends up being used in the game at all. While all that tech talk was terribly interesting, some chip art is just for the fun of it and doesn't symbolize anything in particular. This can be seen with the Infineon TLE8718SA. Although the chip doesn't have much to do with video games, it has chip art of a weird looking bootleg Mario with a W instead of an M on his hat, as well as the text Super Wiesner. Possibly the worst piece of chip art we'll be looking at today, or the best, I suppose, depending on how you look at it, is of Mario's rival, Sonic the Hedgehog. The analog device's ADSP2181 is a digital signal processor that can be used for rendering all kinds of digital media, like audio, still images, and video. This seems ironic considering how bad the rendering of the art on the chip is, resembling the Sonic meme as much as Sonic himself. Well. If that isn't a convenient way for us to segue into some trivia for Fallout New Vegas, I don't know what is. The game's opening actually spawned not just a meme, but a mod, and then an official reference to fans' reactions, all in one fell swoop. During the starting moments of the title, the player is presented with a series of ink blots, with fans arguing that one of these images actually looks like two bears high-fiving, though sadly the game did not provide this option as a response. To correct this fatal flaw, Ted DeMann released a mod which would change the possible response to include the option to say that it is in fact two bears high-fiving. Obsidian picked up on these reactions to this image and decided to make a reference to this in the game's Honest Hearts DLC, with the introduction of a character named two bears high-fiving. 
In April 2012, Steam users who went to the Steam-powered web portal were shocked to see an announcement stating that Half-Life 3 was now available for PC. Along with a $60 price tag and the flavor text, the long-awaited final part of the Half-Life saga is now available. But when fans clicked on the update, they were greeted with a troll face meme that had been redrawn to look like Valve CEO Gabe Newell, with the caption, Happy April 1st. Although initially disappointing, this was a pretty funny stunt, and most users took it on the chin. After all, Valve wouldn't just drop a game out of nowhere, and gamers should know by now to be on high alert during April Fool's Day. News outlets began reporting on Valve's gaffe, but there's a twist here. Users began asking why this update was only on the Steam web portal and not on the actual app itself, and many others couldn't even see the announcement. As it turns out, this was completely fake news, and the website everyone was pointing to wasn't even Valve's website. It was steampowered.com with two Ps. Some prankster had cloned Valve's website, hosted it on a new server, and bought a similarly spelt domain in hopes that a few users would mistype steampowered.com, stumble upon the update, and spread the news. And it worked. It wasn't just casual users that were fooled, though. Even big gaming sites like Engadget were caught off guard by this simple gaffe, which in our opinion makes this hoax just a little bit funnier. Shrek has also dabbled in a few fighting games. Developed by the now-defunct Shaba Games, Shrek Super Slam took inspiration from many different fighters, as well as other genres like platformers and first-person shooters. It also found inspiration in films, from the Shrek series itself to Master of the Flying Guillotine and Kill Bill. Like many things Shrek-related, Super Slam became a source of internet ridicule, thanks to a group of friends making a joke that got a little out of hand. Having enjoyed competitive melee matches and Shrek memes, the group decided to combine the two after finding a copy of Super Slam lying around. They took the joke online and made a Reddit page for Super Slam. Laying dormant for over a year, Reddit user Snowball Eater flooded the page with posts about techniques and theories on the game, and others started taking notice, eventually getting the page over 1,000 followers. There's even a competitive scene for the game, including netplay tournaments and a website that keeps an up-to-date tier list for the playable characters. It's gotten to the point where people who worked on Super Slam have caught wind of the game's resurgence. One of the developers, Sylvan Dubrowski, said the Shaba team was working on an original title before for Super Slam, but it was shelved by Activision. An outsourcing manager for Shaba, Paul Culp, talked about his disdain for the Shrek franchise. Culp said, I hated Shrek. Still do. I didn't give that game my best. The rest of the team could have easily phoned it in and moved on. But they didn't. I don't know how much you've paid attention to the art and animation in Super Slam, but it's all pretty great, especially for the time. Personally, I drank a lot during that time, but everyone deals with it in their own way. Despite his personal thoughts, hearing that people were still playing the game and enjoying it made him very happy. And when he told the other team members who worked on Super Slam, they were just as surprised as he was. As a game developer, the goal is to give people a good time. So the best thing ever is hearing people are having fun with your game over a decade later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.